Welcome to the Triple Deke. episode maybe two. Oh man we got through the regular season it's been a crazy year it's been a shortened year it's been uh you know topsy-turvy games canceled players in and out but we are right back where we got to last year we're in the first round of playoffs and I'm hoping that we actually make it through this year Joel what do you think's gonna happen? Well you're right Kyle it's been one hell of a good season and the big stick and it's time to talk playoffs, and I think we got this, buddy. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Before we, before we get to the real uh, nitty-gritty, the real work, what do, you, uh, what do you think? How did our teams do this year? I, I haven't even looked that, that closely. How do, you think, how do you think your team ended up this year? Oh, just, just one sec here before we start. I'm just oh. going to crack that for have a toast to the working man. Hey, yeah. But yeah, I think we had some pretty good seasons here, didn't we? Our teams well, did all right. One one of the two was pretty good, I think. I can't remember how how did I do? Do you remember? Yeah, your your squad looks pretty good. You had a winning record, eight and five, and uh, you're the number four. You're the number four seed. You did it, buddy. You won the division. Good for you. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, I I used my secret formula that I purchased on Fiverr. Um, gave me a pretty decent team, but. The formula, secret formula, didn't account for injuries. That was the big problem. And I had a lot of key players that went down here. But it's still good to be in the offs. Mm, well, I wouldn't know about that. Uh, I, I, for the first time in quite some time, I'm not going to be a playoff team. Uh, I finished at number sweet 16 with a record of 4-9. and nine. Had some had some tough fought battles, and uh, you know we talked about it on the power rankings. I had a tough schedule down the stretch, taking on some of the top teams and put up a valiant effort. But uh, you know we we kind of talked about it after the draft. This was the first year that I really showed a lot of self control at the draft. I didn't overspend on any big players. I got you know got reasonably priced D men and reasonably priced forward, all pretty productive. But And you uh, rewarded for it, right? I was yeah. Well it turns out when you kind of spend medium amounts on pretty good players, uh, it's That's... not great. So next year, I'm next year. going all in on the first two guys that come across the board and that's that. I'll just auto draft the rest. Oh, it's worked for a lot of guys this year, so maybe that's the way to do it. Oh, wow. Anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah, we better get moving here. It's We should start with our very popular segment that we like to call Big Shots and Boners. Mike. Boners at the door. <laughs> so, Kyle, you mm-hmm. remember how this works, right? The Big Shots and Boners. It's our top three scores from last week. And at number three, we had the Pussy Wagon with 87.3 points. Their top man was Nathaniel McKinnon. 
with 13 points. Um, number two was the South End Slappers with 90.8 points. His top man was Bad Brad Marchand with 13 points. Oh, yucka duty. Oh, he's a good man. But number one, and I think we've heard this team name before, the Blackouts. They put up 93.5 points with another B, Super Patrice Bergeron with 14 points. <clears throat> yeah, old Bergie, he was uh he was a bit of a beast last week. Yeah, he's had a I mean the Bruins have had a bit of up and down last couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. he's uh you know, he's always a steady Eddie, a real rod weeb, if you will. Yeah, he puts his hard hat on and uh, you know, even though he's got a lineup next to that little rat Marchand, he, he does it with a grin on his face and he works hard every day. You gotta respect him for it. That's right, he's a good man. But it wasn't all sunshine and roses for everybody. There Mm-mm. were definitely some boners this past week, and these are the the worst of the worst. At uh, number three, the number three lowest score from the past week was the Air Ronge Beavers. Ooh, not what you want going into the playoffs, Perry. He uh, nope. finished with only 58.9 points, and he had a mega letdown from uh, Clayton Keller from the Coyotes. He played four games for Perry's team and only put up 0.8 points. <laughs> not uh, when you say a guy's a two average, you usually don't mean a point two average. Yikes. No, that's a stinker. Uh, the number two boner was uh, it used to be Stanger Stars, but now it's Stanger Struggles. And this is good news for me because this is my, oppo- my opponent in the boner bracket. Yes, but, great uh, news. Yeah, he only put up 53 points, and his big letdown was, uh, you know, a family member of, of a member of the big Uh-oh. stick, Logan Powell's Couture. Powell's not going to like this one. No, he's not. You know, he played three games for Stanger and only put up two and a quarter points. So, uh, you know, not the not the results you were hoping for. He's going to be but, off Stanger's Christmas card list with that one. But just Powell's. <laughs> both of them, yeah. Yeah. But just when you thought it couldn't get any more worse, or we have the the bottom of the bottom of the recycle bin, the guest mess. Oh, forty seven and a half points, and you know we we talked about some real successful Bruins, and I guess team guests thought they were going to get in on that. They uh, they picked up you know a second liner, David Krejci. But in five games, he only put up one single point. Ouch. Well, that's not good, but let's just hope that the Bruins did something to improve his chances mm. in the future. Well, we'll, we'll have see. to wait and see. That's right. <laughs> only the Lord knows. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah, anyway, well, the playoffs are starting this week, so it's, I guess it's no better time to give our expert opinions on playoff round one matchups. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? So you ready to go here, Kyle? Oh, I'm ready, buddy. So let's talk about our top four seeds. We got to buy first. The number one team was the Stony Rapid Blackouts, which Ooh. is no surprise. Number two was um, Saint Prick Team Christmas. <laughs> no, he's a good man too. Uh, number three is. The Pussy Wagon. And number four is me. Team me. E. Ithy we. Ithy. <laughs> the shitty bums. Yeah, the shitty bums. But anyway, mm. there's some actual mashups happening this week too. 
We got stubby speech impediment. Number five team going against. Hmm. Wow. How about that? Number 12, the big boss made it. In. Yeah. There was some slight controversy over that, but, uh, you know, Boyer, he managed to weasel his way in there and, uh, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. I don't know what what illegal moves he had to make. But you know, his technical savvy is higher than the rest of us. So until we can catch him, till we get a keystroke tracker or something, we'll never know. No, and you know, if no one complains, and what are you supposed to do? Yes. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Can you bleep that out later on? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, what else do we got here? We got uh, auto bids number six taking on the Orange Beavers. Um, the next one is Honest Wilson, number seven, taking on the East Coast Bias. And the last playoff matchup is hashtag no reason, taking on Mike Clark and the South End Slappers. Oh, man. Well, Joel, you're in a position that both you and I have been in a couple times over the years where you get to kind of relax this week. You've got the bye. You can, you know, you can watch your lineup, but you don't have to do too much. But uh, of all these teams that are playing right now, the, the teams that are in the playoff matchups, which one do you think gives you the biggest worry or concerns you the most? Well, the one I'm going to go with is the team I played last week and lost to was Stubby Speech Impediment. Oh, he, he's, he's my pick to do some damage here this, this year. That's an easy one because he's the fifth-ranked team. But um, I look back, he won five of his last six games. Um, he's been running a successful three goalie stable and God damn it. He's a good looking man. Yeah. So, you know, this could be the year that hair Canada runs wild on the big stick. Yeah. He's going to roll up the sleeves on his denim jacket and do some work. I think he's, uh, think so. he's on a bit of a heater right now. So yeah, no, I, I agree with that pick for sure. Oh, good to hear. Well, you know what? we uh, You were kind of pointing it out on the group chat, but uh, even though some of us, you know, it's a big league, 20 teams, and eight of us did not make it to the big show, but uh, we still have a chance for some glory. We still have a chance to win a few, a few dollar bills, but uh, we've got to break down the boner bracket. So these are the toilet bowl matchups. Huh? doesn't flush. No, I was just shaving. So just a reminder again, the top four teams, you can lose a game and still get back to the championship game. So I think you posted a little picture actually of the table in the group chat. You need to get to that top right corner game, whatever number it is. You need to get there and win. That's how you win the, uh, the boner bracket. And you're so, 40 bucks back, so that's not bad, too. Yeah, well, it's nice, you know. You you get to do all the work you did all season and get your money back, so it was all for absolutely nothing. It's perfect. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this one's a little different. We don't do, like, top and bottom team matchups. You end up starting off against a team that's right in your, right in your zone. So Team Boner, he was the first team to not quite squeak in. Uh, number 13, he's taking on Bubbles Bandit. A couple of, couple of Flames fans there trying to burn each other. Um, I'm getting a chance for redemption. It's Stanger struggles at number 15, taking on my team, the LaRange Ding Dings. And Stanger, he, you know, he handed it to me a couple times in a row this season. This is third time's a charm, I hope. Uh, the, the, what, the other new owner who didn't quite finish as good as the Blackouts, uh, mm-hmm. Mito 
Pima Tiso in uh, the good life, old Tommy Gun. He's matched up with Powell to the bottom. And we've got a duel between the two cellar dwellers. It's got the wooden nickels at 19 trying to sweep up the guest mess sitting at number 20. So, Joel, mm, these are fest. some these are some mighty teams, even though they've been relegated down to the boner bracket. Uh, do you have a prediction of who might come out on top? Well, you know, it's tough to say, but I'm going to have to go with Team Boner. Mm. Sorry, I didn't say your, your team there, Kyle, but, mm. you know, even though he was selling off his team for the last little while here, he still ended up winning his last three games of the season. Um, he's come close a few times in the real playoffs, but maybe this time around in the boner bracket with all these bottom feeders, he can finally taste sweet shittery. <laughs> well, I forgive you for not picking my team, but, uh, don't ask me to wipe up all the egg on your face when you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well this yeah. is, this is a good time of year, but, uh, you know, the, the way that you get to the playoffs, Joel is through hard work and making all the right moves, but not every move that people made this year was perfect. That's right. You know, there's plenty of moves made this season, but it's time for us to talk about a little segment we like to call Drop Lop. Drop it like it's hot. 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 Okay. So these players are <laughs> been, <laughs> um, down, been hot down the stretch, but... They could have been helping a different team. So someone, you know, they were good, but then they got dropped, or they weren't, they were good and they got dropped and they needed, uh, someone picked them up and had some fun with them, you could say. Yeah, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And a lot of these guys got laid down a little too early. For example, a guy that your team should be. In late February. Then he was picked up and dropped by Pussy Wagon in March. So a couple of the top teams, you know, had a chance and then gave up. But he has been a monster over the last month. So looking back since March 16th, so he's played 15 games since then. He's got four goals and 11 assists, so 15 points in 15 games. And uh, fantasy-wise, he's only got two games over that stretch where he scored under one fantasy point. And in the last two weeks, he's averaging 1.9. So, oof, that that would have been pretty helpful, I would assume. Oh, definitely. You know, I've had so many injuries this year, and a guy like that would have just really Hmm. helped my chances. Oh, oh well. (laughs) Well, Well, there's another uh, character that we want to talk about in Drop Flop, and that's Jared Spurgeon. He was dropped by no reasons in early March. Picked up and dropped by Team Christmas and then grabbed by the blackouts. Again, he's been a 1.5 average player the last couple of weeks, including nine points in the in nine games recently. So, you know, I would think that's a guy you'd want on your team, but good for him. Yeah, when you've got a D-man who's, you know, getting a real hockey point a game, that's always good. And, uh, Oh, it's nice to see something good happen to the blackouts because they've really oh finally yeah. some finally some luck this <laughs> year. Good That's things sure. happen to good people, and they also happen to That's right. also happen to him once in a while. 
Yeah, yeah. Bless his heart. Well, another another player, another positional player. Uh, this guy's a former Leaf. He's currently with the uh, the Leafs' interprovince rival in the Senators. That's Connor Brown, that old leprechaun. He uh, <laughs> he actually spent some time with the Blackouts earlier this season, and uh, and they cut ties. And then he came over to my team on the Ding Dings, and you know wasn't wasn't quite up to snuff, so I had to let him go, but. He's been grabbed by Honest Wilson, and currently, now I'm not sure if this has changed, but he was at least on a streak this week of eight consecutive games with a goal. And over the last two weeks, he's been averaging 1.9 points. So this is a big pickup and a big help to Honest Wilson as he goes into the playoffs trying to uh, trying to get back to back to his glory days. Yeah, and you know, it really shows that with a lot of these guys, if you know, you can spend money at the start of the year, but there's a lot of good guys to be found here, including UC Sorrows. He was dropped by the Blackouts. Boy, the Blackouts get named a lot here, don't they? He's dropped by the Blackouts and scooped up by Bubbles Bandit. He has 14 wins and 23 starts, including nine of his last 11. And he's been the top goalie in fantasy over the past two weeks. Yeah, that's way to go, Graham. That's Craig. crazy. That's a big. That's a big reason that Graham ended up at number fourteen. I think uh, in the league. Um, yeah, there's no there's no NHL goalie that's been a better fantasy asset over the last two weeks than UC Saros. And it's surprising that he wound up on waivers, considering you know going into the season, people kind of thought it was his time. Well, he was picked to be the yeah, starter. Yeah, it was kind of huh? his time to take over. And uh, and I guess the blackouts either just, you know, they realized maybe that they were having too much success and it'd be nice to spread the wealth a little bit. But, uh, yeah, he, he gave up on the dream of, of Saros and very quickly, very quickly that changed the fortunes of Bubbles Bandit. So good for him. Well, sometimes the rich get poorer. Well, <laughs> Yeah, it didn't really seem to hurt him too much, but you never know down the down no. the stretch a quick injury or a slow week, and and you could be wishing, wishing that Saros was still on your roster. Well, <laughs> another goalie that's changing fortunes, uh, not just not just in the big stick, but also a bit in the NHL for my own favorite team is Jack Campbell. You know, kind of a career mm. backup guy. Uh, he's getting a bit more of a look right now, though, with uh, Freddie Anderson on on long term injury reserve, and uh, the guest Mast and Honest Wilson. They each picked up and dropped, and picked up and dropped Campbell a few times. But uh, he had his own injury problems. He'd play a game and miss a bunch, play a game and miss a bunch. But now he's healthy. He lost last night against Montreal. But before that, you know, I'm sure you I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you've probably listened to somebody smarter talk about hockey. And I'm sure that you've heard them talk about this. He set the NHL record with 11 straight wins to start the season. So that was kind of spread out. Right. But, uh, you know, if you've had him down the last if you've had him down the last week or two, he's been on fire. He's been starting lots of games and winning all of them until last night. He's got the net in Toronto for now, and the way that he's playing, he looks like he's going to keep on rolling. Yeah, nice pickup for Honest mm-hmm. there. Well, let's keep this goalie party going here and talk about uh, Chris Drieger. Powell to the bottom at it and dropped this character twice before hashtag no reasons finally put a ring on it. 
Drieger has won 11 of 18 starts, but has been hot lately. And is a big part of Florida being near the top of the Central Division. So, you know, there's there was a lot of talk this entire season. There wasn't going to be many goalies. And look at all these goalies that were found just sitting there waiting to be picked and dropped and picked up. Yeah, again. well, and that's the way it always goes. There's always a, there's always a few that, you know, we didn't really didn't really know their name or think much of them. And then all of a sudden down the stretch, they they really turn into a nice helping hand for you. But uh, that's got to hurt. Powell to the bottom a little bit that he had not one but two chances to hang on to this guy and just just couldn't commit, gosh darn it. No, but it was really Powell's division that caused him to lose, not mm, his Yeah, no, that's true. It's just it's it's unfair. It's prejudice is what it is, but uh yeah. we'll <laughs> we'll have a protest for him. Anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, buddy, uh, you know what? I can't believe we're flying through this, but I'm just so just so yes. darn excited, and I can't wait to can't wait to wrap this up so I can check on my team and see how we're doing. But bef- before yes. we get to the end of things here, you know what? We can't end this broadcast without the last minute of play. Oh, let's do it. So this is where we've got three kind of quick fire questions. We're both going to give an answer to some NHL, some big stick. Are you ready? All right. (laughs) Number one is about a goalie that we just talked about. Jack Campbell set an NHL record with 11 straight wins to start his season, but those wins came over three and a half months. What do you think of this record? Should there be an asterisk beside it because he didn't open the season as the starter? You know what? I honestly don't think it's a big deal either way. Um, it doesn't really matter because in the end, in the end, he's just giving me a footnote, a footnote, and another failed leaf season. That's probably fairly accurate, I'd say. I, uh, yes. I, as a Leafs fan, I like the wins, obviously, but I say yes. Asterix. The previous record was Carey Price, who won his first ten, and it was ten of the first thirteen or fourteen games of the season. Uh, that's a totally different feat than winning, you know, two here and two there and two here and two there and adding up to 11. It's impressive. It's fantastic, but I'm not Very sure impressive. it counts in the same, same way. All right. Well, let's talk about no, your favorite no. team here for a second, buddy. The, the yes. Boston Bruins, they made a big acquisition at the trade deadline. They added Taylor Hall, former first overall pick, former Oiler, former devil, former coyote, and now mm-hmm. a former mm-hmm. saber. He has amazing talent and potential to return to that, but he's been dumped by four teams now and has been just brutal with a capital B for Bruin Brutal for the last couple of seasons. What do you think, buddy? Does he bounce back? Is he a total flop, or is he somewhere in the middle for the rest of this season? Well, Hall got an assist tonight, so that's a good start. Um, You know, I see him playing well for the Bruins, maybe doing well in the playoffs, but... I think he's going to do it all to earn himself a contract with someone else next year. Yeah, he said he wants to he said he wouldn't mind staying around in Boston, but I'm not sure that they're if he has success, I'm not sure they're going to pay him what he's going to want. I don't think they could Yeah, they kind of No, I I, uh, I see this one being kind of in the middle. I think he's going to have a couple of couple of hot games and a couple of cold games, but uh I do predict that in the playoffs he's going to come through with some big moments for the team. All right, and number three. Uh-oh, Ooh, one more. This one's going to hit you a little close to home, I think. So looking oh, at no. our top four seeds, 
which one is most likely to be knocked out when they play in the second round. So your team, just for reference, you're the only one that's not 10-3 and at this season, and you're Mm -hmm. coming into the playoffs having lost four of your last five games, (laughs) so not exactly going the right way. The blackouts have lost two of their last five, so he's ten and three. But he was he was doing a lot better before the last few games. Team Christmas is on a heater. He's six and one over his last seven games, and Pussy Wagon is five and five out of the last six he's won. So, what do you think? Will the shitty bums get wiped up, or will someone else fall first? You know what? I think this is an easy answer, and that is my team is going. Oh to no! Lose. Is it? Is yeah. this a reverse jinx? No, well, hopefully, you know, <laughs> it was a good run, but, you know, we, I had a, I don't really have a stack team and these other teams are looking a lot better than mine. So I don't think we're going to make it too far. I think the shitty bums are going to be. Oh, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. know what? Reverse you know jinx. What? At least you, at least you made something of yourself. At least you got something to cheer for. That's all that matters, right? That's right. I'm resting comfortably this week and, uh, just getting ready for the impending doom. Of Good. Well, besides you, buddy, there's three other teams that can rest. But everybody else, you got a you got a nail biter. Whether you're in the boner bracket or the playoffs, you got to be working hard to win this game. So good luck to everybody with their matchups and good luck to everybody out there listening. If you're in your fantasy playoffs or they're about to start next week, uh, make sure you uh, make sure you remember you can email us if you have any questions or comments. You can reach us at show at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail using the link in the show description. We haven't had one of those in a little while, so try to get one in. Maybe mm-hmm. if we do an end of season wrap up, we'll get you on. Have yeah, when, we, when do. we do, I should say. Have a good week and remember don't be don't a be boner. A boner.